Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Plot Lines. I'm your host, Connor. And today we're going to be talking about libertarianism and how that relates to Catholicism and really just focusing more on my time as a libertarian. So please like, share, comment, and subscribe. Join our Discord if you want to, uh, if you want to interact with me uh, in you know, off YouTube in a place where it, you know, it's a little more, a little more, uh, conducive to longer form conversations in, insofar as, you know, since we can't all talk on YouTube together and, you know, a lot of people aren't necessarily comfortable with doing this sort of thing. So it's much easier for people to, you know, type their questions in, uh, in discord uh also it's good camaraderie and that sort of thing so that's that's basically my discord pitch also you get a little an opportunity maybe you, you get the chance to join me for future we haven't started this yet but uh it's going to be weekly or semi-weekly con- like conversations in the in the chat uh that you can jump in and you can ask me questions and stuff like that and we can talk about different topics so that's what's that's what's going on that's what the future of the discord looks like we're also probably going to do that with telegram in the future still working on telegram but i i was a libertarian probably in high school and the beginning of my college career so my brother was really instrumental in making me a libertarian and he always uh he originally kind of brought me into that thinking that it really mixed well with catholicism and i think there's a problem with that and i've slowly drifted away from libertarianism i like i like to think of myself as a uh, recovering libertarian in some ways obviously the libertarian party has always been pretty garbage the only quote-unquote good libertarian and this is and you know i still would probably admire somebody like ron paul or Rand paul i would say it's easy to be a libertarian because you look at the problems with the way the government runs things from a catholic perspective you just you just want to take you just want to take things out of their hands because they seem in in some ways incompetent in other ways malicious so i think that's what the draw of libertarianism is and i totally understand the the desire to be a libertarian and i have a lot of sympathy for my fellow uh cat my uh fellow catholics who either sympathize with libertarianism or desire or would say that they are libertarians and i mean it makes sense in certain ways and i think a lot one of the main ways people get into libertarianism is because they're anti-war and it seems that both liberal and sort of neocon basically neoliberals and neoconservatives they all agree on one thing that we should bomb the heck out of everyone everyone that's not us actually not even everyone not us it's everyone that's not the government 
because they, they're willing to do anything to secure their power. And that's really, and that really draws people into libertarianism. And, uh, you know, even when I was, so when I was a high school student, I would always have said that I was a Catholic and that I would assent to whatever the church teaches. I didn't know really what the church taught that well. I knew things like their, like the church's opinion on abortion. And um, let's see, I knew communism was bad. You know, Nazism is bad. Like all these things that, you know, kind of you on the surface know things are bad just by being in the sort of growing up Catholic. So it was pretty obvious to me these types of things. But I wasn't really sure what that meant politically. I knew that you couldn't support people who supported abortion. So I guess you had to support the the opposite, the people who, you know, so you know, it puts you into this bubble and then you become, you know, okay, you're a Republican, you know, and then you, that makes you think a certain way and you listen to those people. And then you, then, you know, my brother told me about libertarianism and I, uh, you know, found Ayn Rand somewhat interesting. Uh, I think I thought if you've ever watched or read, um, was Atlas Shrugged. I think it's an interesting story. And though I find her uh, opinions on sex distasteful, as well as her opinions just on uh, on helping people, I, I found it's incredibly off-putting. Her, like, the lack of charity. Libertarianism kind of, you know, it's, some, it's like uh, if you don't have, if you're young... Have you ever heard the phrase, if you're young and you're not a Democrat, you don't have a heart. And if you're old and a, and not a Republican, you don't have a brain. That's the sort of thing is like, so like, it's very off-putting when you're reading Ayn Rand and she basically thinks charity is useless and God is useless and that sort of thing. And I, I never let that never let that a keep me from libertarianism when i was younger but also never took that to heart which i thought was useful and then in um in college i started to listen to a lot of youtube which it's still it's bewildering to me to sort of imagine that back then that i would be on youtube uh, a couple years later and Dave Rubin was really popular at the time, and I listened to a lot of his uh, his conversations that he had with people like Ben Shapiro, Jordan Peterson, and all of them. And I thought it was incredibly interesting. I didn't really know what I believed entirely. I I I knew smaller government was what I was interested in, and I knew I was pro life. But I, but, and then I knew that the church was against gay marriage. So I knew that I had to be at least against gay marriage in some sense. And Ben Shapiro made an interesting argument to me at the time, which was to get the church, the government out of 
to get the government out of marriage entirely. And I it and for a bit I held that opinion. But I think the government or I think we come into those that perspective because we see the government today and we're like oh, all these people who rule us are absolute garbage human beings which they pretty much are. I mean there are probably some people that are decent but i would say the majority you know especially bureaucracy and you know most of the representatives you know you know the president is obviously so catholic (laughs) you know that's uh you know that's what we basically have from a political perspective at the moment so you look at that and you're like oh this is just terrible but then i would say that that to that watching the society decline, it's easy to look at libertarianism when, when like society is not totally uh, devoid of morality, and say, okay, this is this is okay, this is something we could we could actually have. But when you have it completely being drained of the morality, you know, the just this obviously, I mean, sexual morality had already decreased but that wasn't as visible i don't think at least not in my head at the time but with all these with the transgenderism coming rising up and people actively pushing abortion and you know shout your abortion that sort of mentality it just seems like we can't compromise that we, we can't compromise with these people anymore. That's that's what it screamed to me, and I found people like um, Charles Coulomb, and he's become a a big influence and a mentor to me in a lot of ways. And I see his work, and I've been and I've always had a love of history, and a love of the history of monarchs ever since fifth grade i i've been enthralled by the habsburgs and you know the the holy roman empire and that sort of thing and you know i've i it took me a while to get into sort of the french kings and stuff like that but i'm so interested i had been so drawn to that and i i don't think i ever understood why i was drawn to it because for me it it was just it it had something that was something that was more in it something that had uh sort of not just symbolism but but you know it felt right and i would say currently i'm what i would call a catholic pragmatist that is politically where i stand i think that at the time whatever is best for the catholic faith should be the type of politics that you have I am sympathetic to different forms of government. I would prefer a monarchy because I think it is more suitable to hierarchy and hierarchy is exactly the is exactly the system that the universe is based on. If you try and rebel against the system of the universe, you're going to you you're going to fall into a lot of different problems and i think we've fallen into a lot of just debauchery and collapse and a lot of the a lot of the groups that brought about 
sort of the problems that we're dealing with, you know, stems from Freemasonry, Marxism, and both uh, both groups, both ideologies wanted to just sort of destroy everything that came before them. And we can't do that. We can't we can't destroy everything that's come before us. We have to hold on to the good, true, and the beautiful, and we have to get rid of the, uh, the ugly and destructive things. And I don't think libertarianism is, has a good answer to the problem. It's, it's very much a uh, just—it's it, 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 got no teeth, basically. Trevor, uh, good to have you on, uh, on, uh, watching the stream. Uh, uh, yeah, you're a pra uh, Catholic pragmatist too. Uh, I don't know. I've never really heard anybody say that they're a Catholic pragmatist. Like use the words pragmatist, uh, which I think I think is quite a useful distinction because I think a lot of people look at the type of government that we have and don't really feel like they know or have an answer. And then people, if you do come up with an answer, people are like, oh, no, that will never work, and blah, blah, blah. Like, that's, you know, Americans. It's like if you bring up monarchy, Americans will say, oh, America could never be a monarchy. That that doesn't make sense. Oh, yeah, yeah. But, but uh, if you come at it from a Catholic pragmatist perspective, you say, "Okay, form of government. I am going to, I'm going to embrace what works." But that also leaves you open to say, "If this isn't working, and if there's a way to create a better system, then you might need to take that upon yourself to to bring it about in the future." I don't know how it would be brought about. I know uh, Charles Coulomb's Star Spangled Crown is a good book for that, and I think that would be useful in some ways, or in a lot of ways. Now, I do, I do respect people like Eric Sammons. I know he is much more a libertarian. I don't know if he's, like, t would be technically a libertarian, but I've also heard him say that he, you know, he would be, he would be okay, like uh, consider himself also like an anarcho-monarchist and that sort of thing, and that's the closest I would ever get to, you know, uh, to being a libertarian at the moment. I know I I had Gary Ritchie on uh, uh a couple months ago, and we talked about history and the, uh, the importance of history, and he's a libertarian and. I'd love to have an episode probably in the future where he tries to convince me to be a libertarian. You know, let's let's see what the arguments are. I'd love to just listen. You know, it's um, it, it isn't in the sense of like I'm not. It wouldn't be necessarily a debate. It would just be like him presenting the arguments, and we'd see where the where uh you know you you could uh let the audience decide sort of where you know, whether it makes sense for them and, you know, I'll make, uh, take that and see if the, it makes sense in my opinion and that sort of thing. But, you know, I'm totally open to different avenues, which I think the fact that I was a libertarian in the past and, you know, kind of very, and I'm very flexible with 
uh, politics, especially as I've seen more and known more, I think that shows that I'm open to being wrong. And that's, I think that's very good when you're, when you're dealing with such complexity. I think it's okay to be open to being wrong. And it can be quite dangerous when, especially when the church kind of gives a lot of freedom with this, to be so sure that you're right and everyone else is wrong. I think there also needs to be those people who are arguing for different for different amount of government or let you know less government, more government, that sort of thing. I think I think that battle needs to keep going. I know we have the post liberals who argue for more of a sort of a government that is influential, but it's not in the same vain as like socialism and that sort of thing socialism communism and full-blown capitalism is like sort of extreme capitalism i guess or um capitalism that you focus purely on the capital over labor you know that benefits capital more than labor basically materialist capitalism is a problem so, you know, so a lot of the, so I've been molded a lot by the people around me as well as all these different political conversations going on at the same time. And I think things have just changed so much ever since, uh, maybe was it, was it Donald Trump? Ever since Donald Trump sort of blew things up in, in some capacity, I think, I think I've like, every, everything's kind of shown that libertarianism doesn't have the teeth to fight back against the radicals that are trying to, you know, destroy society. Now, that's my take. I think, you know, I, I, I like I said, I, I, I'm open to a lot, uh, to the disagreement and dissension around libertarianism. And I'm, you know, if you're a libertarian, you know, I'd love to hear more about what you think and stuff like that um but you know that's 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 where i'm coming from um and thank you all for watching please like share comment and subscribe and join the discord uh have a good one bye